Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. What's up, girlfriend? I hope that you're having a fantastic day. I am really excited about today's episode because if you've listened to this podcast for a while now, you probably know (laughs) that I am a huge um, fan of the Olympics, right? And I just think the Olympics is so fantastic because you get to see, you get to witness such incredible displays of athleticism and talent and drive and guts and resilience. It's just the coolest thing ever in my opinion. (laughs) And I think there's so much that we can learn from such a high level of performance. And then, of course, also the interviews with the athletes, like whether the athlete has done exceptionally well or things didn't go as planned. I think there's so much that we as the viewer can learn. And I think this applies to all sports, which brings me to talking today with you about the Tour de France, um, the 2020, yeah, the 2023 one. Good Lord, I don't know why I stumbled over that, but it's fine. (laughs) So this is the first year that I have truly watched and paid attention to the Tour de France. So my parents are super into it and they are actually pretty avid cyclists, which is really cool. And when my husband Roger and I were visiting them a couple of weeks ago, um, more than a couple of weeks ago now, (laughs) around the 4th of July, um, the tour had just um, had just started, right? And then every night we would sit down with our ice cream bowls and, you know, my parents and I and Roger, we would watch the Tour de France. And I got totally hooked, <laughs> totally hooked on this amazing sporting event, right? It was just so much fun to watch because honestly, it's unlike any other sport I've ever personally watched with swimming. Because if you've listened to this podcast as well, you know that I was a college swimmer. And in swimming, when you race, it's about time and it's about place, right? So the swimmer with the fastest time wins. It's very simple, right? It's very simple. It's very straightforward. But with the Tour de France, it's completely different. And please, I apologize. If you are an avid cyclist and you know so much about the Tour de France, I'm so sorry if I messed this up. But what what I'm gathering from the Tour de France is that it's this one giant long race. It's broken up over 21 stages, which is the total of like three weeks, right? Um, so 21 solid days of um, of racing, right? And it's about time and it's about points and it's about place. And then there's just like a ton of other different components <laughs> where there's sprinting and mountain climbing and stage winning and What I also gathered is that you can win the entire thing, (laughs) even if you only win one stage of the tour. So this year's winner, um, Jonas Vindegaard, he only won one stage of the tour, but he managed to win the entire thing, right? And like I said, I don't understand (laughs) everything about cycling or the tour yet, but it's this interesting, fun um, journey to, to get into it, right? But bringing it back around to the to the point here and why I wanted to record an episode on this, what I find the most interesting and applicable to me as an ambitious woman that you also might find applicable to you as well as an ambitious woman is that the Tour de France has made me think a little bit more critically 
about that common phrase that we use a lot of the time when we talk about chasing goals, which is it's a marathon and not a sprint. And do not get me wrong, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that phrase, it's a marathon, not a sprint. I love it. I personally believe in it. And I've used it so many times to talk about my own goals, right? Because I think it reminds us that the journey to pursue a goal can be long, right? It can be really long and therefore we can't sprint because we're going to burn out or depending on what the goal is, we're going to get hurt and we're going to miss just so much along the way, right? I'm a big fan of that phrase, it's a marathon, not a sprint, because it encourages that that sense of consistency and steadiness, which is really awesome, right? However, (laughs) on the flip side of it, what I feel like I've witnessed with the Tour de France is that they cannot go at a steady or consistent pace the entire time if they want to win or if they want to place in the top 10, right? I also noticed that there's absolutely no way that they can give 100% or be in a full-out sprint the entire time either because that's also not sustainable, right? Instead, what they do or what I am inferring that they do (laughs) is that they adjust their pace for each part of the course, right? They adjust their pace for each part of the course. So in other words, they show up to ride every single day for the 21 days consistently, right? But their speed and their race strategy is going to ebb and flow with the intention that they have for every day of the race. And dang, (laughs) like holy guacamole, that is the that is just so freaking powerful, right? I think that can be so powerful and so applicable to us as ambitious women. And in particular, I want to break this down a little bit more. It has been a crucial reminder for me of two things that I really want to share with you. So number one, it's not in our best interest to just lock in at a certain pace and to stay there forever as we chase our goals, right? It's an unrealistic expectation to say that To get where we want to go, we've got to be constantly hustling or the flip side to be super slow and steady the whole time, right? Can we get there (laughs) to our goals by doing one or the other of those things? Yes, of course we can. You can hustle your way to a goal. You can slow but steady your way to a goal, right? It's totally possible. But bringing it back around to the Tour de France, the riders don't win the race or achieve their goals by totally sprinting or being totally steady Eddie, right? (laughs) In fact, there's no way that they can get where they want to go if they lock into one extreme or the other, right? And neither can we. Neither can we. And I am (laughs) re-realizing in a whole new way that to achieve our dreams, we truly need a a beautiful balance of hustle and steady (laughs) eddiness throughout the marathon that we're racing toward our goals, right? So that's number one. And then number two, we've got to be so fiercely intentional about our actions and speed every single day. And this one to me is so freaking huge, right? So the the riders in the Tour de France, seriously, I noticed, have a different race strategy every single day, right? Every single day they have a different strategy that's just so intentional and so cool. So for example, real fast, my favorite rider, Tade Tade Pagacha, won two to three stages of the tour, right? And he had to hustle and grind to do it some days, but other days he totally sat back and enjoyed the ride and it took like 26th place or something, right? In certain stages. So the point is that each day requires different a different strategy for chasing our goals, right? Because it's a different day. 
I am not the same person I was yesterday. I will not be the same person I am right now tomorrow, <laughs> right? Hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> but the point is that like the me I was yesterday and the me I am now and the me I will be tomorrow has different needs. She has different energy levels. She has different obstacles, right? Which is why we have got to be intentional about every single day and the actions we take toward our goals. Because the intentional action we might take, you know, might have took yesterday is not going to be or might not be the same action we need to take today to make progress toward our goals, right? Every day, a different and new version of us is going to show up. And I think it's a disservice to ourselves when we say things like, you know, okay, I'm in a hustle season. We're going to go, go, go. We're grinding, right? So I'm just going to ignore the fact that I need a rest day, right? Or on the flip side, saying, okay, this is a rest season, we're super steady, Eddie, I'm going to ignore the fact that I feel really good today and I want to go for it, right? The point is that we need to check in with ourselves and our energy every single day and take action that honors that energy level every single day rather than over larger and longer periods of time. I think that if we do that, the journey is going to be more enjoyable and sustainable and fun, right? Because I don't know about you, but one of the things I've done in the past is say things like, okay, this is a hustle season. So every day I'm up and I'm grinding and I'm going, right? And throughout that hustle season, there were some days (laughs) where I, I didn't want to hustle. I wanted to take a break. I wanted to slow down, but I'm like, no, 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 I can't do that, right? I think we put so many unrealistic, unintentional expectations on different seasons and we label them with these big overarching labels (laughs) of hustle and rest and whatever, right? And then we think we have to lock into it and go, go, go. But really, that's not in our best interest, right? So to wrap up today's episode, I just want to say that this new way or this new approach to taking action feels so freaking good (laughs) and I think it's going to be so revolutionary for me and for my own fulfillment and the pursuit of my goals which is why I wanted to share it with you because we're in this together and I don't think that the definition of what it means to be an ambitious woman is nose to the grindstone all the time or taking big action day in and day out or hustling for seasons on end right it's also not just kicking your feet up and taking no action day in and day out or lying around forever, right? I don't have all the answers, (laughs) but I've come to believe not only through watching the Tour de France, but also through experiencing both seasons of extreme hustle (laughs) and extreme rest that sometimes, yes, those, those large seasons of hustle and rest are necessary, but, 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 (laughs) more than that, I think the greater urge here is to is a call to action for us to stop thinking about the journey toward our goals in such polar opposite extremes on such a regular basis, right? Over the last three and a half years, I have hustled my face off <laughs> and then I entered a huge season of rest, right, for the last six months. And now I'm kind of feeling this like bubbling urge inside me to, you know, get back into some taking action and business building, right? But I'm scared. I'm really freaking scared because I don't want to burn out again. And I have a history of going ham (laughs) on my goals, right? And thinking that it's not going ham, but it is, right? And so I've been scared. I've been scared to get back to taking action. And I've been turning over and over 
in my in my head like a stone in my hands this question how am I going to take action in a way going forward that's sustainable and doesn't lead to burnout and for the first time in the last six months I believe I found an answer right to not and, and it's boils down to two points right that we've talked about here in this episode number one Don't lock into a certain pace toward a goal. Don't be afraid to adjust the pace every single day. Not for a whole season, not for a whole month, but every single day, right? And number two, when determining what actions to take today, check in with energy levels, right? Check in with energy levels and then take an intentional action that honors that. And I gotta be honest, my friend, <laughs> I don't know if this is bonkers, if this, if, if what we've been talking about in this episode is bonkers or if it even makes sense, right? But for me, it feels like the first seriously possible and sustainable option going forward for pursuing goals. Because again, I've done both. I have hustled and I have had rest seasons, right? And they both have had their purpose. But again, I want to find a middle ground. I don't want these continual like polar opposite ways of existing and being and chasing goals, right? I don't want to go from, you know, extreme hustle to extreme rest back to extreme hustle. Like it's just going to be a toxic pattern that I have no interest in, right? I have no interest in it. And maybe you don't have interest in that either. So that's why I've been so excited to find a middle ground, a way that I can take action and rest without the guilt or the freaking pressure (laughs) to do one or the other, right? And I'm sick and tired of being caught up in the, the crazy trap of like, okay, I'm resting, but I really feel like I should be doing something, but I'm so tapped that I can't do anything, right? And then like the reverse where it's like, I'm hustling and I'm, I'm tired and I should rest, but I can't, right? Like I am done. I am done with all all of that crap, right? I want space in my life (laughs) to work hard and to play hard and to rest and to be. And at the beginning of 2023, in the episode where I picked my word for the year, which was surrender, I said something along the lines of that I was going to try to figure out this year a way to be an ambitious woman without that pressure to go, 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 right? And I truly believe that this is the answer for me. And maybe this is the answer for you too, to not lock into a certain pace toward our goals and to check in every day and take intentional um, actions that honor those energy levels, right? Because our goals should enrich our lives. They shouldn't tap us, right? Our goals should not tap us and leave us a worse version of ourselves than we were before, right? And to close out today's episode, my friend, I just want to say that my greatest hope right here, right now in this moment is that This episode has given you permission that you do not need from me, (laughs) but this episode has given you permission to chase your goals in an aligned way for you, right? Chase your goals in an aligned way for you. Don't chase them like your best friend. Don't chase them like your business mentor or that girl you see on Instagram. Chase your goals in a way that's aligned for you. If lots and lots of hustle works for you, great. If lots and lots of rest works for you and you work one day a month, great. Do what works for you. That is my greatest, biggest hope in this episode. And I hope that I've given you space to think about it, right? I love you. I believe in you. I hope you have a fantastically fabulous rest of your day. (laughs) And we will chat again soon. Thank you so much for listening in and chatting with me today. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could either 
share it on social media, and tag me so that I can personally thank you for listening in. Or you could leave a review of the podcast to increase searchability of the power within her so that more women can listen in and grow with us. Either way, I am so grateful that you're here with me spreading the important message about critical thinking and self-empowerment.